You are now listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro. Hello, everyone. This is OK Zuma podcast, and today we have, for the second time and hopefully for a better time, Tazneem. Tazneem, how's your day going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I went to the gym with my family, and I got some snacks from this uh, Chinese place, but it's all good. What have you done today? You've been chilling? Um... I woke up and I made a bagel, and that's about it, really. Mmm. How's the bagel? <laughs> good. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. How's life going? How's school? How How is online school, in your opinion, for you? I like it. It's pretty cool. I feel like my schedule is a lot more flexible because I feel like the whole day I kind of have it to myself. But at the same time, it's so hard to stay motivated because I zone out a lot. And like, I don't turn on my camera in half my classes, so no teacher can tell that I'm zoning out, so. Why do you think uh, you don't turn on your camera or no other kids turn on their camera? Um, I don't know. I just don't turn it on because I don't want to put the effort of looking decent, so. Oh, all right, all right. I see, I see. So what in, how in the sense is your routine better? Is it less commute time? You don't have to take the ferry. You don't have to see other kids. It's less taxing. What do you think it is? Um, I don't take the ferry, number one. I don't like the ferry. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the commute time is pretty easy. I feel like my mom used to drive me in the morning. But in the afternoon, like after I finish, I'd come home by myself. And the commute was pretty annoying. So I feel like the commute took off like a good hour and 30 minutes of my day. But now that doesn't happen anymore. So. Mm, did, do, are you happy they closed the school or you wish they kept it open? I don't really think that the schools were like a big issue. Like, I don't get why they like called for like a total shutdown of schools. Cause I don't really think that the cases were that high in schools. I think there were like cases coming from like other places, like bars that are open or like restaurants that like doing, I feel like that should have been closed as opposed to schools, but yeah. Oh yeah. My dad works for schools and the positivity rate is only like one point something percent. So it's a little hard to see why the four-year-olds have to struggle because of the 74-year-olds. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's for the safety of others. So how are your classes going? Are you one of the kids that went from a D student to A student or more of an A student to like a B student? Because I know a lot of the kids, either they have a lot of time on their hands so they can get the work done or they have too much time on their hands so they get nothing done. Um, I was never really a D student. But, like, I feel like my grades are, they're definitely higher than they were, like, in normal school. Like, I'd have, like, low 90s most of the time. But I think with online school, I have more time to get it done. And, like, everything's, like, online now. So, definitely, there's, like, my GPA, like, was boosted a lot. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mine stood about the same, unfortunately. I'm pretty sure I could get it up. But I just have to stay motivated and focused. Speaking of that... How do you stay motivated and focused? Because I know that's a big problem with everyone right now. What are some methods you use? Is it routine, schedule? Is it a narrative you give yourself? What is it? Um, <laughs> it's going to sound stupid, but I meditate. Meditating is so dope, especially in the morning. Like I try to wake up early and I meditate and then I make myself like a hot chocolate because I think if I'm not mm-hmm. rushing into my classes and I'm not just waking up five minutes before the classes, it gets me into the zone. And if I start off the day productive, I'll continue being productive. And I also take naps. Like if I'm tired, I'll take a nap. That's awesome. Yeah, don't burn yourself out. Meditation <laughs> is awesome. I do it, 
I do it while walking. Like, I don't do it necessarily like standing still or sitting down and focusing on breath. Mm-hmm. I do it while walking in the morning because I love mm-hmm. the sun and that helps me during my day. But yeah, I see what you mean. A lot of people claim or they feel that how they start the day is how their day goes. And I really like that strategy. So for kids that now their schedule is a little bit messed up, they wake up 10 minutes before school time or whatever it may be. What are some, what is some advice you have for them to get started, whether it be meditating, going for a walk, reading a book, what do you think it is? What's a good Um, strategy to start? For me, if I wake up late, it's like, just make your favorite drink or your favorite breakfast. That gets me going. And also I think like reward yourself with a nap after school ends. Like that's what I do. If you have a free period, like take it off. So, yeah. Do you feel more energized with the meditating and the napping? Yeah, I love meditating. Like I used to think it was so like stupid, no offense, but I think it's like so amazing. It definitely works for me. And napping, I've been napping. So your meditation, is it a matter of listening to like a guided meditation or just thinking or just breathing in twice, breathing out twice? What is it for you? Um, I actually meditate to music, which very calm music, Mm. not like rap. Um, one song that I love meditating to is like Fine Line by Harry Styles, Fine Line the song. It's such a calming song and it's like a really nice message. So I just put in my headphone and I just focus on my breath and just listen to the song and just cut out anything else that's going on. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what time do you wake up around seven, eight? No, my classes start at like 9.55. So I wake up at around 8.20. What the? Yeah. Wait, oh, you start second period, all your classes? Yeah, every day. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, with the, you said listening to music. I know a lot of people do something similar, but they'll have like a subliminal video on YouTube. It's like yep. an audio, and then it has like silent words in the background. It's supposed mm-hmm. to go to your subconscious or whatever it may be. That's cool. All right, on to the next one. What would you tell sixth grade Tasni? Um, Any advice? I, Keep doing yeah. something? Stop doing something? Um, stop overthinking things. I was such an overthinker, which is insane because middle school is like supposed to be like your easy years. And I think like stop overthinking it and everything is going to happen. Like you don't need to control every little thing. It's just, it's all going to fall into place eventually. Mm, so that's, that's great. Yeah, I know I felt the same way. And I know adults feel the same way towards us. They're like, oh, you're just 16. It's not a big deal. And then now, personally, I'm like, oh, it is a big deal. Because in the heat of the moment, it seems like a big deal. And I remember being in sixth grade and being like, oh, this kid doesn't like me. What's a a moment that you regret uh, using too much energy on? Focusing on a kid likes you, focusing on missing a homework when it wasn't important. What do you think it was? Dude, me and my best friend in sixth grade got into like the biggest fight and I spent a solid like four months trying to fix it until I just gave up and she like it was like looking back like come on it was still for something so stupid it's fine what do you think would have solved it quicker or solved it at all a sorry uh coffee Um, (laughs) I think if we just actually sat down and listened to each other instead of just arguing with each other that was every conversation we had it was like we were talking over each other and not with each other so yeah, I think we I think we solved it out now that we're older. So it's fine. That's awesome. That's a great reflection. What what do you what are you doing now? Or what's the issue now that you think you're gonna look back and be like, wow, I thought that was a big deal. Quarantine, schoolwork, social life. What are you not um, sure? I think 
that like with quarantine i think something that quarantine taught me is that it's okay to just be slow a little like just mm-hmm. take it slow i think i was always like so fast when it came to school and i wanted to get everything done so quickly but i think just taking time to do something it you'll not only will you perfect it but i think you'll be prouder of what you did so yeah yeah slow is smooth and smooth is fast um because i know when i rush through things i always make mistakes and so i try not to rush through things but my thing is i'm either rushing or i'm not doing it at all so i kind of have to work on that what would you tell entering high school tasneem start doing this stop doing this continue doing this get ready for this um i would tell myself that you're not going to conquer it from the first day for sure i came in as a freshman thinking like i was going to like perfect everything i need to like become the like the best possible tech student that's, it doesn't work like that and i think i was so hard on myself freshman year cuz i would see people around me that were doing way better than i was you know whether you want to take that like academically or socially but i think it's okay to give myself time to adjust cuz i'm never going to master tech like i'm probably going to graduate and i won't have mastered anything and i think that's okay yeah that's all right that's it's amazing that you reflect on it you realize now before you're in 12th grade or the end of 12th grade and regret things so yeah that's awesome yeah i know i went into high school and i was like oh my whole plan was to go in as socially able as a 12th grader and as physically able as a 12th grader and i was semi successful in that but it was to my detriment in a sense because i saw the competition regarding academics and i lost all motivation and i wish i would have told myself don't compete to be to be the best but also don't lose motivation if you're not the best yeah because i was like i'm going to go in get a 99 average be on all yeah. these teams and then the 99 average didn't work and then i just i didn't give up in that sense but i didn't try anywhere near as hard as i could have and of course i rationalized it but now i know now i know for the future mhm what would you tell pre-quarantine Tasneem? Get ready for this. Stop doing this. Start doing this. What do you think you would tell him? Um, start appreciating the little things, you know? Like the amount of times I would sit in quarantine and be like the fact that I'd left school like on that last day before like everything shut down and I didn't hug a majority of my friends or like the fact that I skipped a couple of classes on that day. It's just like everything that i dreaded about school became like things that i missed and i realized that i was taking it for granted the whole time you know just the energy of everything and i feel like just take time to appreciate the little things that you have because you never know when they're going to be gone which is very cliche i know but it's very true mm-hmm. mm, yeah many cliche things are true it's just since they're repeated so much they lose their luster and then you realize when you're older that they're true yeah i wish i would have been a little nicer to kids. Oh, well, I I don't think I was mean per se, but I think I would I wish I would have used more compliments and complimented more kids because a few that I complimented and you probably feel the same way like you wouldn't think they would take it because you feel like oh, they don't care what I think about them. And yeah. then when you compliment them you're like, "Wow, they actually like that. They actually <laughs> felt empowered by that." Yeah. And I just felt bad that I waited until like the last two days to do it. because mm-hmm. in my mind I'm like oh they're going to think I like them or oh it's going to look weird it, it really doesn't it's yeah something simple yeah i wish i would have complimented more kids' shoes more kids' outfits because 
like even if it wasn't nice, if I could tell they tried or whatever, I always complimented kids' haircuts because they always got made fun of for that. But <laughs> that's nothing new. What's one thing you want to start doing? Whether it be you've been trying to pick up a book, been trying to put down your phone, whatever it may be. Put down my phone, for sure. I feel like my attention span is just so bad right now because of TikTok. And so it just, I'm trying to like limit it like before I go to bed, which I go to bed around like 11, 30, 12, just an hour before, like I'm not on my phone, but it's, it's not, it hasn't been going too well, but I'm trying. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I feel the same way. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. So my attention span is not all there. Let's, mm -hmm. uh, let's brainstorm some ways to, I guess, limit TikTok use because I'm sure there's at least four listeners that have a similar problem. So you said one thing you do is you try to put it down an hour before you go to bed, your phone yeah. or TikTok? Yeah. How is that working for you? Is it working good? Um, I haven't been doing it that well. Mm -hmm. I've still been going on. But I mean, if I like put my mind to it, I think I can do it. All right. You're relapsing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I had an issue with TikTok because I used to go on it all the time. Thank goodness, a lot of the things I, I put down, it's because I got bored of it rather than had to fight the urge to stop doing it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just got bored of TikTok, but I know a lot of kids spend a lot of time on it. And it, it's really addictive and there's not much else to do. So it's not yeah. a you problem. You should take some responsibility, but don't hurt, kill yourself. Or not, not kill yourself technically, but don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. So what's some other pastimes you do or execute that help you spend time the 25 hours a day we're home during quarantine there are 24 hours a day but okay um it's an exaggeration i bake <laughs> a lot i think i'm pretty good not gonna lie i bake um i watch tv i feel like if it's tv i think it's less bad but it's not but i feel like oh yeah <laughs> i'm um also like me and my friends started to do like a weekly game night it's pretty cool oh wow that's cool yeah what is it is it like uh family feud or whatever no. it may be what games oh they always want to play among us and i'm really bad and i don't like the game like it's not a good game genuinely but um, oh that's so funny yeah it's mo they mostly pick among us or sometimes they do minecraft so so do you bake around every day or is that something you do every other day or at a certain time? Um, I think meet weekends. I feel like weekends I have more time. It's like fresh from the beginning of the day. So I think weekends for me are when I bake and I try to try something new like every week. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of kids want to start doing something. So what got you to start doing it? Were you hungry? Were you bored? Were you? Did you see a cool recipe on Tasty, that Instagram page? What oh got God. you into baking? That's exactly what happened. I saw a recipe on Tasty for cinnamon rolls. <laughs> for real, for cinnamon rolls. And I was like, that looks so good. And I just, I did it the next day. And it was pretty easy to follow. So I think I realized like if I can like do something like cinnamon rolls, bake it. So I started like baking more stuff. And that's kind of what I got into. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of my friends want to start baking. I know one of my friends started baking. I'm going to call him out here. Ahasan, he's always posting, oh, I put too much chocolate in this brownie. I burnt <laughs> it. 
Well, that's pretty cool. He has uh, something to use his time, and it's a st skill he's getting better at. Not necessarily trying to get better at, but something he's doing for fun and getting better at in turn. Yeah, yeah. one thing I started doing, uh, I read not a lot, but a lot more than I did. Yeah. And it's literally just a matter of like 30 minutes a day, whether it be 15 minutes when I wake up and 15 minutes before I go to sleep. Uh, a habit I've seen some of my other friends pick up is walking. I know I do it, but I'll talk about my other friends. They usually go for a walk like right when they wake up because there's some, there's a lot of studies out now regarding sunlight and stuff and walking in the morning is really beneficial. So they do that. Uh, I do it too because I feel like I have too much time on my hands. So walking helps me use it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Were you going to say something? No. I was going to say I agree. Walking is really nice. I take like night walks though, not daylight walks. Oh, nice. I take night walks sometimes, but sometimes uh, at night I get too tired. No, I'm going to fall asleep during the walk. Yeah. All right. On to the next question. What is something you think you want to do in the future, career-wise? Um, I've really been into dermatology lately. Dermatology is like a really cool field that I would like to go into. Um, anything political science-y. Yeah. Two very Those opposite are two terms. different fields, but yeah. both very interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dermatology interested me for a minute because they make a good amount. And if you like skin stuff, that's your field. I know <laughs> uh, online they have so many of those like, I know there's one Asian lady. What's her name? I know you know her name. Dr. Um, mm. There's one Dr. Pimple Popper on TLC. Uh, I always close my eyes during those commercials because they're a little cringy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then what what got you into political science? Is it uh, social justice stuff, uh, relevant problems that you think you could help with? What do you think it is? Um, everything that's been going on right now, like at the beginning of quarantine with like, like you said, the social injustices and systematic racism, and especially the um, election, the presidential election was definitely very interesting for me. Like I discovered that I actually really enjoy keeping up with like, politics a lot mm -hmm. more than I thought I did and so that's been really cool just being politically aware because I think like everyone mm -hmm. needs to have a little bit of like political awareness in them the good thing is you're super smart so something that's entertaining for you could turn into a career I guess regarding politics um, yeah. regarding I guess doing stuff have you gone to any clubs or started any clubs yoga yes um, I started yoga club with my friend and yeah, it's basically on the meditation track. It's so cool. Um, we've gotten really good response because I think like as tech kids, everyone's very stressed and they don't really know how to like take time for Useless, themselves out of yeah. their day. Yeah. And so I think just creating a club where it's low commitment and you can just come in and just do yoga for like an hour or so is like, it's like a really nice de-stressor. Yeah. How does it work? Does everybody turn on the camera, put out their yoga mat, and then you play music in the background or whatever it is, and then you follow along? Um, our president, her name is Kat. She's amazing. She like creates yoga routines. It's not mandatory that you have your camera on in case you're like uncomfortable doing yoga on camera. Some people mm -hmm. keep it on, some people don't. Basically, she has her camera on and you just follow along what she does. She does like breathing exercises and stretching exercises before the actual yoga. And we pick like 
a new video that we find on YouTube and put some relaxing music on. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. I love the fact that it gets kids comfortable, like with their cameras on, because if you could do yoga with your camera on, I'm sure you could do class with your camera on. And I like different things that help in all aspects. I know yoga helps with those kids, as you said, de-stressing. And yoga is good in itself regarding stretching and breathing exercises. That's awesome. How Are your parents happy that you're doing and starting a club, I guess you could say? Yeah, my mom's very, very happy, actually. She was, like, so excited. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she was so excited when I was filling it out. My dad doesn't care. I mean, I've told him. He probably just doesn't remember. But I think my mom is the one who knows more than my dad does. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I have an inverse situation. Well, really? that's pretty cool. So regarding clubs and uh, academics, any plans for college? Are you working on anything right now? SAT? Oh. <laughs> I took the SAT in a week. And all I've been doing instead of studying is just praying and manifesting that they just cancel it. Uh. A lot of... <laughs> oh, God. A lot of schools are canceling, but the one school that I plan to take it in isn't canceling but like i'm hopeful that they're gonna cancel it within the next week. wait where um new dork in staten island like every single school that offers it besides new dork canceled like, oh wow staten island has like 110 percent positivity rate too yeah I'm like i'm just waiting for them to cancel it uh, i wouldn't be surprised if they do wait so I so wait when are SATs for everyone wait did you volunteer like did you apply for that one or were you put into it like I'm not so sure how SATs work I shouldn't know but um basically they're like they're like dates per month like there are certain months that the SATs offered in I think it's like the couple months that passes September October November and December and then the next one is in March and then I think June so basically Mm -hmm you just pick the month that you want to take it in. Like there's like no rule that you have to take it. You can take it more than once. You go on the college board website and there's like a registration deadline where you just pick a school that you want to take it at. Sometimes I know a lot of kids used to be able to take it at tech, but obviously tech is closed. Yeah. And yeah, you, some people have fee waivers, other people have to pay and you just register and you show up to the exam. And How you are you prepping? Well, not, I know you're praying and manifesting. <laughs> but if you were to prep, what would you be using? Khan Academy, a book? Yeah, Khan Academy. Which, it's been good. Mm. I took like a practice. I took like two practice tests in the past. Yeah, a thousand. That's not nice. <laughs> What'd you get? How'd you know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got like fourteen hundred something. Oh wow, that's good. Get Is yourself it? a two hundred dollars scholarship. <laughs> Dude, I just want them to cancel. I get so nervous before tests like these. So even if like my mom always tells me, like you could know everything on the test, but if you're gonna go in with this mentality that you're gonna fail, you're gonna do just mm-hmm. as bad as someone who like didn't study. But yeah. Yeah, uh, I have that same thing. I always have to put a narrative on my head, like oh, stressing. I shouldn't stress because of this because I can control it. Or stressing doesn't help at all. Why am I doing it? It's not necessary. But and then yeah. during the test, I usually get nervous leading up to something. But then when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, same. Because in wrestling tournaments, I used to be so nervous, so nervous. And then when they blew the whistle, I was like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> but leading up to it, so much suspense. And I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous. I have to cut weight. I have to study or whatever it may be. 
But with the specialized high school tests, which everyone listening, that's a school we go to is a specialized high school. I was confident. Whenever I'm confident going into something, it usually doesn't go well. So I was confident going into it that I was going to get a perfect score, and that uh-huh. didn't go well. I, I still I still got into the school I, I wanted, but I still didn't get as high as I thought. Yeah. All right. So what college are you looking at? Um. Be, be honest. You could say Harvard. You could say whatever you want. Oh, no. Harvard is gross. I'm sorry. But I would never make it anyways. Um, Cornell's a really cool one. Uh, Washington University. Um, Stony Brook's a nice safe school. Um, and Duke is really nice, too. I've been looking at those. Mm. So you think you'll major in minors in minor in political science or major in political science? Or you don't know yet? I think minor in political science. All right, that's pretty cool. So I have another uh, big question. What is your opinion on the mental health crisis? I guess you could say with Generation Z and young adults. What do you think the main two reasons are? Um, I think when we're talking about something like mental health, the mental health crisis to me stems from the fact that we as a society choose not to talk about it and not address it. Because I think like a lot of people are like, oh, it's a sensitive topic. Oh, I'm afraid I'm gonna say the wrong thing to the person. We're going to aggravate them. So it's like we're so afraid of saying the wrong thing that we choose to just neglect the topic as a whole. And someone who suffers from a mental health issue from like for any mental health issue, really, they're already at odds with themselves and the society that they live in. And it doesn't help them open up to anyone if they see no one around them is willing to acknowledge it. And I think it just starts with just making the conversation normal. Like it's normal. It's fine. I think once we make it normal and once we allow ourselves to be in other people's shoes, it all just goes uphill from there. Mm, I see, I see. I also think people uh, forget that you don't have to be a professional to make a difference. It's hard to give. I I don't really see bad advice given in that sense. It's not one of those things, but like almost any consulting is positive in that sense because like just the acknowledgement of it even if I give you BS advice, you don't have to listen to it. But the fact that someone tried yeah. is, is great. What do you think a second reason is, whether you think it's social media, whether you think it's the stereotype that everyone should have it or that it's normal now? Because I know I've, I've heard things saying depression is glorified and things such as that. For sure. I think social media is a really big part of it. And the fact that you bring up like depression and anxiety are glorified, like it's quirky these days to have it. And I think the more you joke about it, the more it hurts people who actually suffer with these things on a daily. And especially in the world that we live in, that's just defined by trends. You see mm-hmm. all these celebrities that just have this, these perfect lives to us. But at the end of the day, what we don't realize is that they pick and choose what they want to put on social media. So on a good day, yeah. they're going to yeah. post. And on a bad day, they're not going to post. But all we see are the good. And I think we just push ourselves into this hole because our lives aren't like them or we don't look like them. And it just worsens the issue a lot more. Yeah, I see how comparison is a big issue with that. And people regarding comparisons, I usually see when people go the other way, they always claim that you don't have to strive towards things and they almost make ambition an enemy. So I would just like to say, like comparing only to yourself yesterday because no one is like you. No one has the same backstory as you. Yeah. No one took the ferry to Brooklyn Tech like you do. So they have different circumstances. 
and no one had the same childhood as you. So all you can do is compare yourself to yesterday or last month. I know there's small math each day over the course of the year is a high percentage better. And that's the case. Increments are very important. And yeah. But can you hear me? Yeah, I'm good. All right, all right. Let me see what the next question is. If you had to put one, I guess, one liner or a few words on a billboard, what would they be? Um, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Why, why would you put that? Um, for me, I overthink a lot of things and all the pieces just fall into place without me doing anything about it. So I think it's like you might have a bad day one day and then you might have a good day the next. And it's okay to not be all right. But at the end of the day, eventually you'll be all right. So it's like, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. It's okay mm -hmm. to not be okay. Yeah, I think nowadays I would put something, I guess, similar, not in an offensive manner, but I'll try to make it as detailed as possible. I guess if they visit this link or whatever, stress is an option mm -hmm. because I know media tries to be like, oh, you have to be scared right now. Now is yeah. stress time. And it's like, yeah. it's an option. If you can't control it, you shouldn't, well, you have the option not to be stressed over it. But the media is always like, oh, in Washington, they're doing this. They're protesting this. I know a lot of people get stressed out over it. They're like, what if it comes to New York? What if that happens here? Blah, 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 wherever you may live. And I, I get a little annoyed when I see that because there's naive people that believe everything. And not that it's necessarily fake or what have you, but some of it's a little exaggerated. Yeah, that's true. And with all this free time, there's nothing much else to do for some people than watch the news. And if yeah. you're not, if you're in an echo chamber, it's pretty toxic. That's true. Let me see. So you said one thing that has helped you during this quarantine is meditating and baking regarding your yeah. mental health. Because I know a lot of people's quote unquote mental health have deteriorated. Spoke yeah. on that. Mm -hmm. What is the biggest problem you think people our age are dealing with? Um, unrealistic standards and expectations. I think like. I speak on like as a girl on behalf of other girls, you know, with like the magazines and the headlines and, you know, the billboards and all the ads that you constantly see where they're all models. I think it's like you have this unrealistic body standard and you have this unrealistic like you have to look a certain way and act a certain way. And you like society relies on us too much. Like we always have to fix the broken pieces because that's just what women do, you know. So I think it's like. Mm -hmm all these unrealistic standards are, they really weigh down on you as a person because you don't really know where you fit in in the bigger picture, you know? I agree. And I think they need to consult more, I guess, not they, but the people, the, the fashion people and the large companies that advertise to the average person needs to consult more with the average person because I know there's a lot of backlash regarding the body positivity. There's a lot of backlash regarding putting uh, overly attractive, un unrealistically attractive models on the covers. Yeah. And so they, they need to find a little bit of a middle ground to make everyone happy. Not that that's necessary, but that's ideal in my opinion. Because mm -hmm. I know in the little echo chamber I'm in, they're like, oh, body positivity, stupid. And then mm -hmm. in the reposts I've seen, I see a lot of the unrealistic beauty standards. So I'm trying to think of a solution they could come up with uh, to make everyone happy.
in that sense. What do you think the solution is? Just advertise average people when you want to advertise to average people? Not average in the sense, but the masses. Um, I think the solution is show the good and bad. Show the perfect and imperfect, really. Like the same way you'll put up a billboard with a girl or a man, like a woman or a man who like have like this perfect features, like the perfect nose or the perfect eyes or the perfect eyebrows or all of that. Also, mm-hmm show them when it's not their best day or when they don't look their best and you know show that beauty isn't just something on the outside because I think the more we show both sides of the story the more people are going to be like okay like these people that I look up to and admire have their bad days the same way I have my bad days so just making it more relatable is really just that's one of the biggest things that we can do Mm, I see I see so yeah, I 100% agree with that. And I think working on like the issue with comparisons, because I know we don't, it's hard to target the people, the, uh, for lack of better terms, model themselves, models themselves, because they'll probably have a good argument. Nobody's forcing you to look up to me. So I yeah. guess we do have to work on comparisons at the same time. But we mm-hmm. do also have to acknowledge that, let's just say agencies, the modeling agencies or whatever it may be, also have to work on that in that sense it's everybody's responsibility to help everybody in that sense have you read any books articles or watched any important videos on maybe meditation lately that you could inform Um, i don't really read but but i listen to podcasts a lot Mm. i'm a big podcast person i think the first time that i listened to like a podcast was like spotify recommended the michelle obama podcast for me and I was like, okay, and I listened to it, and I really just love the idea of a podcast and just someone talking. It's just, it's really relaxing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big podcast person over books for sure. Mm, I agree. I, I like both, but I do like podcasts way more. What are yeah. your top three podcasts, I guess, for women? Because I'm not very in tune with that field, and I know there are a lot like you, I guess, previously that would like that but don't know who to listen to or what to listen to? Um, one podcast. You said Michelle like, Obama. Yeah, Michelle Obama is a really good one. I haven't really listened to other ones that like really just talk about women. I've been listening to ones yeah. that are more like race and like racial injustices that have been going on. And one that I'm listening to right now is actually recommended by my English teacher. And it's called The Nice White Parents it's really Mm. good it follows like the story of like the school and white parents and what they're trying to do for the school and how it's not really in the benefit of the larger scale and just it shows us racial injustices in education and it's really really good oh i see uh regarding the michelle obama podcast because people are like oh whatever you want to tell them what it's about per se is it about feminism is it about politics is it about being an obama I mean, yeah. Um, it's not really about, it's obviously like there's politics involved, but I think it's about what it means to be a woman right now and during this time. And of course she gives really cool anecdotes about like her personal time in office back when Barack Obama served. And she talked about like how she felt at odds with herself at one point and how we all need to relate to one another. It's, it's really cool. It's like very, it's very women empowering for sure. Mm. So you said Michelle Obama and nice white parents? Yeah. All right. So that's two. Uh, two, I like to listen to. 
well, uh, everyone may know I like Joe Rogan. And I also like, there's, uh, okay, there's a podcast with the host Whitney Cummings. She's a comedian. That one's pretty entertaining. I watched some of those. If you want to check that out, it's W-H-I-T-N-E-Y Cummings. And okay. I also like, <laughs> that wasn't really necessary, but whatever. And I also like Daily Stoic. It's like a man named Ryan Holiday who talks about stoicism philosophy and i think that's pretty cool so i'm going to end this with a few rapid fire questions uh will you take the vaccine or not um maybe i don't know is it good (laughs) is it good uh let's let's say it's good let's say it's good um i mean if they test on like big people first and they come out good then i'll take it i guess (laughs) all right all right good answer good answer tiktok or instagram uh tiktok uh, let me think. Charlie D'Amelio or what's another popular one? Addison. Ray. Uh, what, what's that? Let's yeah, Addison Ray. <laughs> um, Charlie D'Amelio, I guess. Mm, why? She's more your age, or just cooler? I don't relate to either of them, but I feel like yeah, she's more my age. I relate to her more. Not mm, with me... like being a millionaire at sixteen. I don't relate to that. But <laughs> maybe you yeah. will soon. Maybe. Hopefully, maybe your baking will take off. Maybe this podcast <laughs> will take off. Uh, let me think what else. Let me think of more rapid fire questions. Hmm. Laptop or telephone or phone? Phone. Phone. All right. Uh, baking or cooking? Baking. Uh, ferry or bus? <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> bus. <laughs> uh, online or in person? School. In person. Uh, friends or family? Oh, good one. Um, if my mom's watching this, family. Okay, all right, all right. Um, would you rather hang out with your middle school friends or high school friends? Um, high school friends, but middle school friends if I want a good laugh. Mm. Would you rather go for your PhD or master's? Neither. Neither? Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. A PhD. PhD. All right. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Um, high average, no social life or social life and low average? Social life, no average. Okay. Let me think what else. Hmm. <laughs> Last one. Let me think. Responsibilities and rewards or no responsibilities, no rewards? Responsibilities and rewards. All right. Thank you for coming on this podcast. I had an amazing 30, 45 minutes with you. This is way better than the last one. Thank you so much. I'm going to stop it now. Thank you for listening to the OK Zuma podcast by Ethan Castro.